Welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And this week, we're talking about... Deadpool. Specifically, M-E-R-C-E-Y-M-O-U-T-H. M-E-R-C-E-Y-M-O-U-T-H. Murky mouth. Murky mouth. Forever and forever. It's not good. M-E-R-C-E-Y-M-O-U-T-H. M-E-R-C-E-Y-M-O-U-T-H. Uh, we're talking about Deadpool Merc with a Mouth. Numbers 1 through 13. And, uh, Devin, you know what I remember about this comic from before I read it? It was bad. I said before I read it. Oh. No. This was a comic that was coming out when I worked in the comic shop, and I always was confused on why there is no more issues of it coming out, because it was a not well-run comic shop. It was a poorly run comic shop. Also, it had those Deadpool zombie movie covers, which I'm surprised that they don't always have, like, posters of those out, because, or, like, calendars. I agree. People love the Deadpool. And they love zombies, and they love mashups. Uh, if you listen to War Rocket and Ajax, which I know you don't, Devin, uh, they ended up uh, talking about two of the comics that we uh, recently talked about. They talked about how zombie Deadpool is sort of a obvious idea to make stupid amounts of money. And then also they hadn't read Marvel Zombies vs. Army of Darkness, which was surprising. It is surprising. But you know what else is surprising, Kevin? What, Luke? This week, Acts of Friendship starts. The podcast crossover that we're a part of. Is that going up this week? Uh, not our episode, but... Oh. Uh, but the starting episode is going up on Friday on Chris's on Infinite Earths, which features me. And then our next episode is going to be our Axe of Friendship episode with Zach from Battle of the Atom, Chris from Play Comics, and Mikey from the Young Ones podcast. And then the following week, you're going to be on the Play Comics podcast with Mikey and Chris. Yeah. So. It was a good time. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've still got to edit our episode to see how it's going to be. Once all the editing is done, it should be interesting. Nice. But we have a much less interesting thing to talk about, which is Deadpool Merc with a Mouth. The primary team on it was Victor Gishler, with art by Bong Dazo, inks by Jose Pimentel, colors by Matt Mila, and letters by Jeff Eckleberry. And it's very much a Deadpool comic that is just like a filler Deadpool comic, because the jokes ain't good, and it's very violent, and it's pretty bad in depicting women who are not being 
drawn scantily clad. Mm-hmm. So we start off in the old 616 where Deadpool is sent down by AIM into the Savage Land because he's supposed to get a weapon that Hydra is after and they want to send him in because they don't have a good uh, capsule to send him into the Savage Land that people are actually able to survive in, but because Deadpool has his healing factor, he can survive. So he lands and runs into Kazar, who shows him a tribe of cavemen headhunters, which it's also also very racist against indigenous people. Um, yeah, he uh, shows him a tribe of cavemen headhunters that are building a monument to Deadpool, which raises questions especially when we find out why, and he leaves Deadpool to go resolve that. But Deadpool ends up bumping into Dr. Betty Swanson, his AIM contact, who was unable to get the target that he was supposed to pick up from her. So they move in, and Deadpool attacks, killing a number of them, but more of them swarm them. He, uh, he and Betty get brought to their leader, and it's really just not great portraying indigenous people as literal like subhuman monsters who say quote unquote ooga booga yeah it was a bad look yeah like they've got bang teeth and while I I, while I get they're supposed to be cavemen you didn't need to write ooga fucking booga uh so yeah they bring deadpool to their god who is actually headpool the head of zombie deadpool last seen last week in marvel zombies 4 and dr betty was supposed to hide this so deadpool would never find out that it was the zombie head but it doesn't make sense how these cavemen would make a full body statue of deadpool if their god is only headpool i would agree with that yeah, I mean, I, I get why they do it and their flimsy excuse, but have some consistency. Mm-hmm. So Deadpool and Dr. Betty get tied up, and the caveman plan to cut off Deadpool's head to put Headpool on his body, and Headpool explains that he came from the zombie universe. He covers what happened to Marvel Zombies 4, and when he ended up taking a boat to leave, he ended up landing on this island, and he was thought of as a god. Not as a job. Silly notes. So Deadpool is able to escape, though. They take Headpool, and they stop for the night to uh, just rest, and they end up getting chased by dinosaurs for ending up in the clutches of Hydra, though Headpool gets away. Headpool is able to lure in a giant T-Rex. The cavemen also come in because they want to get Headpool and Hydra is also in the fight, so everyone wants to get Headpool, but Deadpool cuts through everyone. They meet up with Kazar again. Dr. Betty calls in help, but then a zombie T-Rex goes after them. Like, there's very loose consequences for everything that happens, but so much of it is just padded with quote-unquote jokes or violence that doesn't really add to the story. Just like Ryan Lochte, Luke. It's just a joke. Just a joke, bro. Uh, AIM, meanwhile, is worried that Hydra might have the weapon, so they just plan to destroy everything within a square mile of Dr. Betty's locator, which Deadpool takes while the zombie T-Rex is after him. So when the laser missiles fire, 
Uh, the T-Rex is vaporized. Deadpool survives, and Hydra calls up their check. So Deadpool, Hydra, and Dr. Betty are able to meet up again and steal Hydra's ship, which only had one person guarding it. Well, Hydra calls for that ship to be destroyed. Oh, also the entire time, Deadpool is just uncomfortably horny for Dr. Betty, as is Headpool, even though they keep telling each other that she's not going to be into you, to one another. Yeah, this was a bad. Yeah, and there's also the weird things where he's having hallucinations and... This is a mature-rated comics, even though it's highly immature. So, oh, yeah. So, Deadpool and company land on the AIM satellite, where Deadpool takes Headpool to run some studies, and Deadpool has a crisis of conscience when he realizes everyone is going to get killed by the zombie virus in Headpool. Coincidentally, that is when Hydra attacks. So, Deadpool steals Headpool again. And then proceeds to get uh, right into the middle of the AIM and Hydra fight. Deadpool steals an AIM ship, runs into Bill, agent of AIM, who is a knockoff of Bob, agent of Hydra. And then kills the other AIM agent because he liked the Star Wars prequels. It's What a great joke. I was laughing so much when that one came out. So with Hydra chasing after Deadpool and the rest of them in the ship, he promises to give Headpool to them if they are allowed to escape. But actually, he sends him a bomb, and so the Hydra ship explodes, and Deadpool and company head to Citrusville, Florida, which is a very dumb scene. Like, Hydra should have been able to check that there was one of their own bombs in the package, but it's for quote-unquote comedy. For the walls, Luke. For the walls. So Deadpool, Headpool, Dr. Betty, and Bill land in the swamp with A wanting revenge and Hydra sending in Lord Falcon after them. As the party travels, Man-Thing attacks him because he recognizes Headpool from Marvel Zombies 4. And then they run into Lord Falcon, who is pretty much a guy from Kaisar's Legion in Fallout New Vegas who wants to fight Deadpool with swords. But Man-Thing comes in, interrupts the fight, Deadpool kills Falcon, and the party goes into a portal that opens up in front of them. Like, there's a... Actually, no, there's not a lot of stuff that happens in here. I mean, we've just summarized six issues in about ten minutes. Yep. So we then get to number seven, which has a few different teams. The first is uh, Kyle Baker, when Deadpool lands at Earth 6466, which is from that weird time when Kyle Baker decided that he wanted to do uh, 3D art, and it's not good, because like Kyle Baker also did that really good Plastic Man series that he won an Eisner Award for, and like later on we get some good Kyle Baker art, but no, this is this is like... Bad, bad art. Yeah. So he runs into Major Wilson of S.H.I.E.L.D. of the United States of North America, which is a merge of uh, the United States and Canada. And he is overly militaristic. And not Deadpool insane, but more just over the top. Deadpool gets captured, but convinces Major Wilson to fight him. 
Uh, Major Wilson has no scars on his body. Deadpool fakes being sick, sucker punches him, steals Headpool, and then leaves through the portal. And we never see Major Wilson again, according to the Marvel Wikia. He had a good run. Did he, though? No. Uh, we then have Deadpool landing in Earth 3010, which is illustrated by the Rob Liefeld. And, I mean, if his art is better than Kyle Baker's art, Kyle Baker, you made, you made poor choices. You made poor choices. So, Captain America gets into a fight with Lady Deadpool. Things get pretty queerphobic pretty fast. She accuses Captain America of being fascist, but uh, then the two Deadpools team up. Headpool is thrown a bite's cap. The two Deadpools make out of it. It's awkward for everyone, and then they leave after Deadpool removes Captain America's arm where he was bitten. Lady Deadpool will be back if we ever cover Deadpool 4. Or you may and, have seen her in other such hits as Deadpool... Whatever the last trilogy was in the Deadpool trilogy. Yeah, she was, but I mean, next time chronologically. Oh. Mm-hmm. So Deadpool lands on Earth 1108, which is a Wild West world where Sheriff Fury wants to arrest Deadpool, confusing him with the Deadpool kid. The art here is by Das, Pastor is by das Pastoras. And it's good, like a bit bulky, but I mean, it's it's the best art in the issue. Wolverine is also here as a bounty hunter, but then the actual Deadpool kid shows up. Deadpool shoots him in the head, leaves the Captain America arm, and they return back to Earth 616 to find Brother Voodoo waiting for them. And this universe also does not return, uh, according to the Wikia. So, when it was he not missed. Yep. So when they get back, Brother Voodoo explains that because they traveled through the universes together, Headful and Deadpool, uh, they're being drawn to universes where Wade Wilson is a prominent figure. So Brother Voodoo sets up a portal so Deadpool can send Headful home back to the Marvel Zombies universe. So Dr. Betty and Bill consider leaving him until Man-Thing returns, so they end up in New York City, being set upon by Zombie Shamrock, Moon Knight, and Tigra who they are able to kill with some difficulty. Meanwhile, the AIM agents follow them in through the gate at a distance. While the Deadpool party rests, the zombie Mecha Marauder attacks, but they are saved by a group of survivors led by Professor Veronica Chase. Devin, you know, like Betty and Veronica from Archie? I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really pay attention to that part. So, Veronica and the other survivors are professors who lead them back to their underground base. And time passes, Deadpool becomes accustomed to this world, but he wants Professor, but he wants professor Veronica to like him. And she asks him to capture a super zombie. And also, it's revealed that she is actually attracted to him. And she is also always just drawn scantily clad for... No real reason? For reasons. Yeah. So, using Headpool to pretend to be his head, he's able to lure Zombie Cypher away from a zombie gang. Uh, and Cypher gets captured, 
but the zombie absorbing man watches all this. When he returns to talk to the other zombies, actual zombie Deadpool shows up and talks to the zombies, which confuses him. But uh, it's apparently zombie Deadpool before he joined up with Morbius, which doesn't make sense with the continuity of Marvel Zombies 4 and 3. Because you have the Kingpin's organization set up, which does not get a mention here. And, you know, I just like a bit of continuity. I would agree. Yeah, that one's handled it quite well. Mm-hmm. So Deadpool and Professor Veronica end up hooking up, and Deadpool is able to leave the universe. But the zombie gang led by the Absorbing Man returns, as does the AIM group that followed them through. So Deadpool, Bill, Betty, and Headpool are able to escape, and they get into a blimp to try and find a way uh, that will let them leave the world. But the blimp is destroyed by zombie Iceman and Firestar, and so uh, Deadpool kills them. Like, that's an entire three-quarters of an issue, the fight between the group and Iceman and Firestar, but ultimately they just get killed. It's it's not even a super good battle. But Meanwhile... Those Deadpool people, they go ape for that shit. I guess. Meanwhile, Absorbing Man returns and attacks the survivors group, and he ends up infecting Professor Veronica... Deadpool, unaware, asks them for help finding transportation, and so when they meet up with the Absorbing Man, he attacks, and Deadpool is able to trick him into becoming toilet paper so he can kill the Absorbing Man. Veronica, meanwhile, has finished developing a serum which will prevent or cure the zombie infection, but she's too far gone at this point, so they steal it and kill her, and then the guy who's been leading the AIM team uh sub commander blake returns with a news helicopter and we get back to er, and then we get to the final issue which is number 13 which has some different arts uh which has some different artists on the team and so we'll bring those up when we get to them so when they land uh blake tries to convince bill to betray deadpool but he refuses so blake leaves deadpool bill and dr betty and steals Headpool, but he gets bitten by Headpool and has to return to beg for the cure. Deadpool pretends to give him the serum, but actually makes him drink a bunch of his piss. Because he was drinking Mountain Dew, I believe it was. And they leave together. And when he starts to transform, Deadpool just wanted to see how long it would take for the virus to set in. And so Deadpool pushes him out of the helicopter, killing him. And they reach the Citrusville Swamp on fumes. Meanwhile, in a section illustrated by Kyle Baker, Zombie Deadpool and the Wrecking Crew, it, this is like actual Kyle Baker art, which is better, but it's also like, he doesn't care about this. Like, it's still not the Plastic Man art where he won an Eisner Award for it. But uh, Zombie Deadpool and the Wrecking Crew are fighting gators, and Deadpool ends up asking Dr. Betty to cut off his arm. And then he uses his arm to attach Headpool to his body so they each control an arm as they fight Man-Thing and the zombie Deadpool at the same time, which, once again, does not make sense continuity-wise. Nope. Then, then in a part illustrated by Matteo Scalera, zombie brother Voodoo shows up and plans to go through the portal that they've opened up. 
But the fight ends with zombie Deadpool being taken out, the zombie wrecking crew being killed by Brother Voodoo, Gators eating zombie Brother Voodoo, and Deadpool taking the cure serum, which prevents the Deadpool zombie virus from uh, transforming him. Then Headpool is placed onto zombie Deadpool's decapitated body, uh, but because Headpool had taken a bite out of uh, Blake from AIM, he has the hunger again and ends up back in the 616, where I can't tell if this was supposed to be his original appearance where he fought the Aquarian and Jennifer Kale, or if he just goes through a second time and ends up decapitated again and sent out on a completely different boat. It's not really clear. No, I couldn't tell either. So Deadpool and Betty share a kiss when they are about to return through the portal, but then the contemplator and elder of the universe plucks him out to go deal with Deadpool core stuff. The end. That's 13 issues in about 20 minutes, Devin. It's because not a whole lot happened, Luke. I know. <sighs> it's not a good series, y'all. It was not. It's not a good series. And uh, we do not have any questions in this week. Do you have any questions, Devin? Why are some Deadpool comics great, Luke, and some really bad? Um... Because some people think that comedy is just putting in wacky stuff without any continuity or reason. And other people understand that you need to have multiple tones to your comedy. And I think most people who get into comics might maybe know about writing fight scenes and stuff, but they don't understand comedy. It's sort of like how uh, the Riddler is hard to write because you got to know how to write riddles. Thank you for that answer, Luke. You're welcome. So we got two universes to rank on our Trials of the Multiverse. So let me open up that table. Trials of the Multiverse is currently... Oh, we have so many pages of this dang list. Uh, Trials of the Multiverse is currently 16 pages long, with the bottom of the list being number 588, Earth 23492, the Spidey Baby Universe. And up at the top we have uh, What If J. Jonah Jameson Adopted Spider-Man, Earth 96282. A glorious universe. Mm-hmm. So we currently have 17 universes that at least have Deadpool in the title. I don't think it's going to go as high as some of the good ones. Nope. Um, but the two that we are ranking here are uh, the ones that don't come back later. The major Deadpool universe and the Deadpool kids uh, universe. So up first, we have Major Wilson's universe. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to what if Kanye West directed the Deadpool movie? Which is a question that has definitely changed its value since we ranked that like over two, maybe three years ago. 
It's true. Is it now new Kanye's view of what the Deadpool movie is? I don't know, because, I mean, he did realize he had done some dumb shit, but also, like, he... That's because his Brexit shirts probably weren't selling and he got mad. Or just everybody who he looked up to who was not Trump was like, yeah, no, you're a fucking idiot. See, uh, my okay. problem is that wouldn't change Kanye's what? mind. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to Dennis the Minutes versus Deadpool? Oh, this is worse. Uh, Deadpool directed by Wes Anderson? Worse. Not as good, yeah. Uh, Deadpool was a Star Wars bounty hunter? Worse. I don't know, there's nothing really interesting about Major Wilson. Yeah, he's just a soldier and a jackass. Which Who wears a pink hat. Well, I was just like, why are you even dressed like that? If you don't have the scars, what's the point of you dressing up like a Deadpool? Uh, how about Deadpool host cereal? Better? Uh, what if the Watcher were a stand-up comedian? Not as good. So our new number 555 is Earth 6466 Major Wilson's Universe. And then we have Earth 1108, which is the Deadpool Kids universe. And this one was slightly better. I was going to say Deadpool Kid at least not Because I mean, yeah, the art was better. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to Deadpool Dinosaur? Better. That's a Devil Dinosaur version. Uh, I don't think it's better than Apocalypse Santa Claus, though you can argue with me on that. No. Apocalypse Santa is better. So, Earth 1108 is number 222. And now that the uh, air conditioning turned back on, I think we're about ready to wrap up this episode uh multiversal q is a weekly podcast currently next week as we mentioned at the top of the show we're going to have our acts of friendship crossover you can also stay tuned after for the acts of friendship preview trailer that we have and uh make sure to watch that first episode over at uh chris's on infinite earths and uh yeah, we have a Patreon where you can support the podcast. When we get done with the uh, next episode, do you know what we're going to be covering, Devin? Isn't it Marvel Zombies 5? Yeah, we're going to cover Marvel Zombies 5 and Marvel Zombies Return. Damn. And Are we going to cover the Marvel getting... Zombies Halloween special? It's a one shot. Uh, maybe eventually we might do that for uh, a bit later. Because, I mean, we do have more Deadpool stuff to cover. And we also, I think, have a few more zombie, Marvel Zombies things that we can tackle. Okay. But, uh,. Yeah, so uh, Multiversal Q is a weekly podcast. I 
think once we're done with all these zombie things, we'll get back to having actual image galleries. So that will start with Deadpool Max, which is going to be our uh, November 25th and December 2nd episodes. And then we're going to, you know, get into some Spider-Man Edge of Spider-Verse, some Aquamans, and then our traditional Christmas special, Kevin. Are you excited about that? Yes. We need to start figuring out what we're going to do for Christmas. But uh, I think that is uh, a good overview of the schedule that we're going to be tackling. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at, at MultiverseOQ if you want to send us some comments. You can find our email at multiverseq at gmail.com. And I think I had actually looked online and we had some new reviews. Yeah, I'm opening up the iTunes right now. Because the Timp the Chimp review is not on here anymore. Chris at all says, holy heck, our alternate universe is weird. Luke and Devin delve deep into the strange alternate realities of comic book universes with humor and charm. Don't miss all the fantastic guest episodes either. And Chudley61 says, fun comics history, five stars. Fun recaps of bizarre alternate timelines and comics and the occasional superhero role-playing game. And then there's still that Tucker review, which is very, very strange. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the um, reviews, everyone. Mm -hmm. I'm also checking to see if we have any reviews on... Uh... Nope, nothing new for uh, Stitcher. Yeah, thank you for all those who have left reviews on the American uh, version of the site. Ooh, maybe Podchaser Beta has some reviews for us. Nope, no ratings. So, I'll just put one in. Oh, I don't want to make an account even to give myself a fake review. Uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter where we'll usually announce what we're saying. If you really enjoy the show, if you want to support us, if you want to put money behind what you think about the show, uh, we do have a Patreon, which is under my name, Luke Hare. And supporting that gets you early episodes of the Exiled podcast. Uh, I put up a mini-comic for everybody in that. Did you read that mini-comic that I also sent out to friends? I have not. Oh, okay. Well, Devin, where can people find you? Let me down. I didn't realize I didn't, I didn't know that was a comic that was sent out. I'm pretty sure I sent it out to you. Let's see. Um, yeah, no, I sent that to you. Well, I will take a look at it. It's about a shrunken head. But Devin, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me online at FredoFett, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. -T. Luke, where can people find you? Excuse me. I just farted. Uh, people can find me on Twitter at at Coltrick, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, or at LukeHair.com, which I'm probably going to be updating as 
like we expand what we're doing and I theoretically get into some more stuff. Also, Devin, you know what it is right now? November? Wait. It's Lukemas. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping you were going to be growing out a mustache, but I guess not. Well, no, I am. I am. I'm not going to. I'm going to try not shave for the rest of November. But, you know, if you wanted to uh, support the show, there's a wish list, or, you know, you can send money via for Comixology or uh, Amazon, and that helps us to get comics for. Uh, research and that sort of thing so i think that's it right now uh we'll be back next week with an episode that doesn't have Devin, but it has a bunch of other guests so until then this one's for hank mary lucas peace comics podcasts is unpredictable yeah like is the episode going up at 9 a.m eastern or pacific when you least expect it or are they going to skip a week again everything changes i mean i do love a good bonus episode they are coming oh oh is it a guest acts of friendship the comics podcast crossover Oh, I see what they did there. Coming November 2018. Wait, what are you doing here?